0: Michelle Constant on SAFM.
1: You are with SAFM 104 to 107. She's on the line. She's the author of a fantastic book. If you love travel and you love travel up through the continent, then uh, she's the person you should be reading. The book is called Vagabond. The author is Lerato Mughatle. And uh, she's on the line to share two of her ultimate books as we wrap up on Africa Month. Lerato. Michelle, how are you? (laughs) I'm pining for you. (laughs) Oh,
0: sorry. Lockdown will end soon enough, eventually.
1: So when that lockdown ends, where's the first place you're going to?
0: I really get the feeling that I'm going to go to Egypt. It changes every week, but Mm -hmm. Egypt is is a constant. I think about it all the time. So I definitely have to go back to Egypt.
1: Which part of Egypt are you thinking about?
0: I want to... Excuse me... I want to go back to Cairo, mm. and I think, unlike the first time when I spent two and a half days there, I need to spend five days in Cairo and completely immerse myself in its in, in the layers of its identity, mm. you know. It's very, very, very old city, yet so cosmopolitan as well, and I want to be fully immersed in that.
1: And then you're going to have one of those breakfasts where you have that incredibly sweet juice, which is the <laughs> berry juice with the very sweet cookies on the side mm-hmm. and that dark coffee, that short dark coffee. That's what yes. you're gonna have. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, you see. Well when you go maybe I'll come with you again. I don't think I've been there for years and years and it would be fabulous. And to you try to live there, hey? Yeah. For a short so I would while.
0: definitely love to experience it with you. Well,
1: I think it was so long ago, it's probably a completely different country now to what the city of Cairo, well, not the country, but the city of Cairo was like when yeah. I was there. So I'd be intrigued to go with someone like you. Lerato, you mm-hmm. can't travel at the moment, but uh, you are obviously dreaming of it. And cool. uh, I suppose it's impacting on your reading. Certainly when I look at your list, it's impacting on your reading. What are the two books that are just making your day at the moment?
0: It's Africa, My Music by the esteemed Eskiyam Pashele. Yeah. is his adulthood memoirs of his life living around, living in Nigeria and working with other creatives around the continent in the writing community, at, art, at artists, sculptures, poets, and so on. And all of this was happening at a time when Africa was gearing up for independence, you know, or Ghana yeah. had just been independent. Um, Nigeria had also been independent. So things were hot, you know. <laughs> I love I love how he, he also it feels like a book I've always needed to read. So I read it once a year at least. It, it, because it wraps up everything that I know about African literature and the people who wrote it and who wrote our experiences and some of our politics for li- of liberation and so on, right? So in this book, not only does he speak about his life and what it is for him as a black South African man who cannot live in his country because of apartheid yeah. to experience his blackness in Ghana and Nigeria. He writes that Ghana restored... um his Africanness, that of, of him and his family he was traveling with his, with his wife and children. And then because he's a writer and he's a creative and an artist and a teacher, he also gets to go on these conferences at makerere University where, where he's Uh, In attendance with the likes of Olesoyinka. So we also get to meet all these other luminaries that I hold in high esteem. I also get to know them as, as friends. You know, what are they Mm. like as friends? What do they mean when they said this or that? So it really is so layered. And also, I love, I love a bit of, of, of envy. (laughs) And I mean, you know, at one point he writes that in his, in his, um, sitting room at his house in Liwakomo hangs a Gerard Sukoto painting Mm. because of course him and Gerard Sukoto were made. made You know, so I really just, yeah, I love the pictures it paints. I just love the history. It just Just teaches us and gives to us.
1: You know, Lorato, you mentioned something, and I know we have to go to your second book, but I'm just interested Mm. in this. So, last week, the Deputy Minister of Arts and Culture was talking about her books, and she she spoke about this idea of a book that she has to have in the home, reread, reread, reread. And I'm just, Mm. I'm interested from you. If you read a book, for example, every year, it becomes it becomes to, in in a form And I'm not talking uh, uh, In no way wanting to dis-religion But it becomes a kind mm. of Bible to you No, absolutely And I wondered What is the bible Of Africa
0: My Music for you? The bible of Africa My Music Is actually um, a part A very small part in passing Where he explains what um, Usman Sembene The Senegalese Yes uh, Yeah, he explains that Usman Simbene, the title of his book God's Bits of Food actually means um, I don't know how to articulate myself better, but the the people that others take as as the little people, the lesser others, you know, the people who are poor, the the people who have no one to account for, you know, maybe I'm running out of food now, but I know that I just need to go out of my house and stop being lazy to buy food, I have that security, but there are so many people who lack so much security, and it 's so layered, particularly social security and economic security in africa and so god's god 's bits of food are those people, and that others who are in a more privileged position have an accountability to that you know yeah. so so this has this that that part of the book has actually influenced me to i think i read this book I first read this book in two thousand and yeah. So I started seeking out, I started wanting to then f- stop writing celebrity. <laughs> but I enjoy, I still write celebrity and I enjoy it. But I want, I insisted on no longer doing that as a limitation of boxes that I was put into. Yeah. And to write people who, who are doing that in Africa, who are writing narratives, you know, doctors who are working for free to, give, to have people access ARVs. Yeah just so many people, you know, broadcasters who are giving voices to stories that inspire or that challenge. That's just yeah. and I started seeing differently how just the collective good could work, you know, and sure. how how I can be a better person and how that cannot just be like an act of charity or giving time to charity. It can be maybe an intentional life. It could be that I choose to use my voice in specific ways that then make me feel that, okay, in in spite of all the injustices that are on this continent, I'm not sitting and just watching them and I'm not just sucking my teeth at them. I'm mm. doing something. Yeah. So that is so profound. I think it's probably the single most influential thing I have ever read in my life because it is the one that instantly impacted my life and the one that constantly, daily comes up when I have conversations with myself.
1: So I'm worried about time. You've got about a minute to talk about your second book, Uwem Akpan,
0: Nigerian author. Say you're one of them. Yes. This is um, a collection of short stories it gives give voice to Africa's children in beautifully crafted prose and stunning detail. That is the best description I can give you of this book. It is sad, it is harrowing, but it, it is also humorous, it is also magical. And you know what? Every single word dances on this page. It is a delicious read. <laughs> yes, it is sad, yet it is traumatizing. But as far as storytelling and skill goes, my word!
1: Yeah. So let's talk about quickly your storytelling because you are you, I mean everything that you talk about that you love in other authors is so much what you are about is about it's your ability to 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 understand community to not censor yourself to commit to being in the community that you write about and I think that that's what I found so profound about your book Vagabond. I mean I refer back to it so many times when I'm
0: talking about stories about different countries. Mm. I wanted I wanted to be all in, you know, I'm a very emotional person, proudly so, I'm led by emotions. So that means I need to feel. That's how I know I'm alive, that's how I know I'm here. And I wanted to be all in in those communities. I wanted to not be I wanted to imagine myself as a fatuma in, in case I was born in that community in Senegal, as a Upendo if I was born somewhere in Kenya, you know, as a Fikor somewhere in Ethiopia. I wanted to make sure that my experience around the continent in those five years would never, ever be replaced by any other memories that I gather and collect in my life. And I really am a collector of memories. But those five years will always remain vivid because I wore them. They were my skin.
1: Lorato, I want to wish you all the best and uh, I look forward to your journeys as soon as you are able to start making them again. Lorato Mughatle, author of Vagabond and uh, one of the fine, fine books about traveling through our beautiful continent. It's nine o'clock. It's time for the news. Good morning.